All right, welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Boundary IPL podcast. Uh yeah, we are we are you know we were two two games away from the season coming to a close and a lot of uh, a lot of things to discuss today on today's episode. Uh before we kind of get into the the most recent thing which was basically the RCB and KKR eliminator and and virat kohli's last game as a captain i think we should probably take this in a as amit shah says take it in a chronological order <laughs> sorry about the political jokes but uh, yeah so we're going to go with the csk dc game first up and uh, yeah thomas first thoughts on that we did have a little not a, i wouldn't say heated discussion but a disagreement of sorts on a few things uh with this game so yeah. i thought let's just get this yeah. out of the way first yeah so like i was just baffled by how you know delhi like if don't i think they were on top for around 65 to 70% of the game mm-hmm. if you were to like ask me like until that last over i would say delhi were the favorites to win the game so, i think the ruturaj gaikwad and robin thapa partnership as well kind of uh yeah, counted for it, more than 40 45 right but yeah, yeah but the, yeah the, that's one thing but uh, there is you know in uae especially once you lose one wicket yeah like there's always a possibility of a collapse i mean something we noticed in the whole uae like and yeah. actually the entire ipl also in general i don't think even in india like as well I mean, like once you lost one wicket after like a big partnership it yeah. led to like a whole load of you know wicket a clump of wicket falling so you know there, there is like even when putapa and uh, gaikwad were passing quite well I, i always had this feeling that you just break this partnership then delhi uh, right back to net because that we fast bowlers are enough you know to to take care of the best and uh, i think it's a storm karan who broke the partnership right and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he got to the power yes yeah he broke yeah so he he did a good job so he he was in his, so he had a jnb in 19th overs so he was on three and bad of some reason was had bowled two or three overs three three I'm not sure but he had yeah he had bowled three and karan was in three so the basically the choice is between them there was also the option of ashwin but you you don't bowl a, an off spinner especially in the death so or akshar but yeah i get your point <laughs> yeah you you generally don't like unless you have like immense belief like unless you think he's an arayan or rashid you won't yeah. bowl a spinner in the uh, in the at least in the last over And uh, mm-hmm. how much did they need last over? Fourteen, right? Thirteen, uh, fourteen. Yeah, I think uh, about that much. Wait, we can we around can about that check much. This, yeah. Yeah, we can check it out. But yeah, so they are thirteen, fourteen. So you close it out. So okay, Karan had bowled well. He had taken two wickets up to that point. He took another one also in his final over. Yeah, it was thirteen so, required yeah. the last. I just confirmed it. Yeah, so he had done bowled quite well, but. you know this pure guy if you have one of your main type bowlers or whatever in this team has one over left 99 times out of 100 you go for him uh, maybe there's a 1% chance maybe he's going to something but 
you always hope your means like don't know i don't know but that was just baffling and like i i was just surprised that the keep on thing also like there was clearly a message which is delivered you saw like before the 19th over the sharma came in between and he delivered the message to shashpan so there was clearly some feedback from the coaching staff as well so i was just baffled that keep on thing and shashpan both are literally dropped the ball in this game yeah no i i i do agree that uh, rabada should have been the one to to ball that over right but if you if you do go through the numbers and you listen to what rishabh pant said right at the end of the game that that tom karan did I, i mean despite going for 13 in that last over his economy was under 8 and he had taken 3 3 for 29 so before this over started right it's uh, 13 minus 29 so he was 2 for 16 in 3 overs which is pretty great but i do i do even if i was the captain i would have given it to rabada but i i feel like uh, if there are any chennai fans listening uh, we need to give dhoni credit i know thomas does not say good things about dhoni very often or good things about chennai very often to be very honest but uh, the the fact of the matter is that they did pull it out of the hat when it really mattered right they they in that that crunch situation yeah you can argue that that jadeja should have maybe come ahead of dhoni but dhoni did the job 1806 to the strike rate of 300 is exactly what you need at at that point right because he faced six balls and he hit what four boundaries three fours and one six so that's exactly what chennai needed at that point in time sure jadeja would have maybe been the uh, a sure bet but the fact of the matter is also that dhoni's done this time and again since 2008 i mean this is his 10th ipl final that he's going to play 9th with csk so he's he's played in these situations before so i guess the management and he backed himself and at the end of the day he did deliver the result for his team when it mattered the most and uh is there anything else that you want to kind of nitpick with the game particularly before we kind of get into uh one of the things that we argued about Uh, so the game in general, like I think both the bowling attacks bowled well. Uh, I, I think like one seventy was right about par. And yeah. I think Chennai bowled well to keep them to that match. Especially with the uh, uh, with how Sushil was going, like it yeah. could have been at least one ninety, one eighty or one ninety. That's what I would say. Yeah, so they they bowled pretty well to keep them one seventy, and even Delhi also by and large they played bogged down by that big partnership between Rob Nakata and Jaiquad, and so and they did well to you know defend until the nineteenth over. But yeah, I mean I think both the bowling attacks should get should get like a big pat on the back. Yeah, definitely. I think. Uh... Yeah, I think you you did get it right. I think barring Avesh Khan, right, and Shardul Thakur, everyone had an economy of under 11. Bravo went for a bit towards the end, 10.33, but mm-hmm. I would say like 80% of the bowlers did a good job uh, on the day, mm-hmm. including Tom Karan for me. But yeah, that last over, the bowling was. I, I mean, I don't really blame him. No, but I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, yeah, it was it was Pant's call, and at the same time. Uh, If if Dhoni is in that kind of a uh, in that kind of touch for that game, sure he's had an abysmal season with the bat in general. 
but in that game he was timing it properly he was finding the middle of the bat regularly and uh, you know those wides that he balled didn't really help and then you know he he kind of was balling balls in in dhoni's area if you miss with him when he's hitting uh the ball so cleanly it 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 can be very problematic so i wouldn't say especially the the ball the last ball that he balled which was a little short of a short of length uh that ball wasn't a really bad ball but you know the way dhoni picked the gap uh it was it was vintage msd uh which was something that that i really personally enjoyed even though i'm not a big chennai fan but i really like him uh personally so yeah do you do you want to get started with the msd conundrum uh yeah it's not a conundrum it's just like this personal opinion which i mean i don't think like i've never voiced it openly but i don't think yeah, it's just this you know the cult of dhoni thing we are okay this he promoted himself up the order and yeah, i just knew that you know once i just had this feeling once he promoted himself up the order something weird's going to happen i i i didn't think he would fail like i, I just have this you know there's this foreboding feeling when you do this i mean the funky moves like this and I, I, especially when dhoni does it i i knew something is going to happen you know he'll finish it off or something you know but even though i didn't like the move personally because i thought like the previous two games like the, the last is against uh, delhi i mean the same opposition delhi and uh, punjab he promotion himself ahead of uh, uh jadeja in those two matches but yeah uh, i you could say the scenarios were different because he was batting first but could yeah. arguably you could argue that the way he batted literally took away a lot of balls from jaddu in both those games that they could have both they could have actually got into a pass for both games so that that's what i would say and based on that evidence i mean and the whole season in general so he's not been in good nick so uh, yeah he got i don't uh, i don't want to reduce it to luck but you know you, you know what i mean you know like in this case uh, he he was kind of lucky that he had to face a 125 flick current instead of a 145 flick prabhava and okay. this one of his uh, you know to doni like one of the weaknesses which have come cropped up in the past two seasons you bowl a quick short ball to him and he's not able to pick it up all that well because you know age and whole load of stuff so that's yeah. what i would say so i mean I, yeah he scored 18 of 6 good job he took his team home but i wouldn't like it wasn't that thing okay yeah oo <laughs> crazy yeah there was every chance of it you know backfiring and on this occasion it didn't so okay. i i'm i'm i was this not is... out by it but yeah i guess i get why other people are like i said there is this cult of dhoni which is it's not exactly a cult movie. man like i i just feel like i just feel like <laughs> what you, i mean you aren't appreciating his innings a fact of the matter is it was a good innings and and you're just reducing yeah. it to to his luck uh i mean at the end of the day he took a decision he backed his decision and he delivered uh you okay. same same can be said about 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 virat yesterday right like 
if he bowled shahbaz who is a better bowler than maxwell right and he's a more regular bowler than dan christian as well because he's a bowling all rounder while dan christian is a yeah. bits and pieces to be very fine and and yeah, and glen right. maxwell is 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 a batting all rounder in terms of every if 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 you say the word batting all rounder glen maxwell is like the the cult leader of that of that group yeah right? so so shahbaz ahmed is a bowling all rounder and he didn't bat right so now you can you can at the end of the day you can say kkr were lucky but the fact of the matter is dhoni didn't use i mean dhoni didn't use his resources properly so same can be said about dhoni about him you know promoting himself over jadeja who arguably india's number one finisher right now uh, but yeah it came off on that day and 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 the difference between the two calls is that here dhoni uh, knew that that if they mess up it's completely his fault right but if 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 you look at if you look at social media when when rcb lost that game it was it it was it was made to look like it was all dan christian's fault i'm not sure if you read uh glen maxwell's uh posts on instagram and, and on social media and yeah i saw it right? it, like it, he it, really pissed the fans who, who 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 basically yeah. like you know gave it back to kohli in that sense so i feel like In, in in that sense dhoni is a lot more calculated with his approach when he makes these risky decisions right he he more often than not uh puts that decision on himself like i can only think of two risky decisions that i feel like he's made uh over actually three over the last 10 years uh and and two of them have come off okay i feel like uh one that had dent was the 2019 world cup where he definitely should have dived but he did not uh but the other two have been him promoting himself in this game and him promoting himself in the 2011 world cup final ahead of let me tell you yuvraj singh who was the best player in that tournament not the best player for india he was the best player in that tournament period so he promoted himself there and soaked the pressure and and at the end of the day yuvraj also contributed in that game so Uh, all's well that ends well, and and one last point that I wanted to make is, you you kind of said that Dhoni walked out and whatever you had a feeling that he won't fail. Yeah. Uh, he had to score twenty three yeah. of eleven balls. That is not easy for a new batsman, and he still did it. Like if you if you think about it, most batsmen take three four balls to get set. Sure, you can say this is an anomaly. He probably is not going to have this kind of innings again in his IPL career because. The last game of his IPL career is probably the final, and he—you never know—he may not even bat in that game, or he may bat, or he just has one innings. I'm just saying, uh, uh, the law of averages—he's probably not going to have as uh, important an innings as he did in the qualifier. So the fact that most batsmen take three to four balls to get set, he played six balls and scored 18. I don't think you kind of realize how commendable that is, especially for a batsman. who quote and quote was finished this year and i agree i i i wasn't saying it in that kind of a uh, context and 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 you know saying it like with that that amount of disrespect because i have nothing but respect for dhoni in my heart but i i i was one of the ones who was saying as well that he's probably done with the bat and and chennai is a team with with 10 great players and one great captain on the field uh, so Yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like you're really discounting his effort. I know that Tom Curran is not the best bowler in the world, and he, and Ravada's probably two three notches above him. 
but the fact of the matter is also that Tom Curran bowled a lot of these difficult overs for England at the world stage. So he's an international uh, level bowler. And and Pant did make a mistake. He probably is not going to do this again. But I I think it's it's probably like a 60-40. I think it's 60% what Dhoni did and 40% what PC did. I don't think it was handed on the plate like like you're saying it was. Yeah, I mean. I guess we can agree to disagree in this case, but I mean, I don't think what you said. See, that there's a difference between the 2011 thing and yesterday's thing because 2011, yeah. he, he still has that aura, you know, that, that whatever that there was that reputation he had. Mm-hmm. Though, like, even though he wasn't in great nick in that tournament, he still had that aura, and he was much younger there, and he yeah. he's one of like uh, and. Different formats that is also there, so like he could like sort of bat himself in, and you know tap a few deliveries here and then. Plus he he whatever you say, he's one of the best runners between the wickets. So yeah. you have to consider all those stuff. You know, there are two different factors. I, the the reason why I, I I didn't think this was that big a deal was because you know like it could have easily failed. Yeah, it didn't fail. Good, I mean, good for Chennai and good for the Chennai fans as well. You know, they get to go to uh, this is their tenth final, right? Tenth ninth, final. ninth final for Chennai, tenth for Bangalore. Okay, yeah, ninth final. And how many finals have the other franchises been to? Like at least the ones who have been. I mean, if you think about it, this is season season what fifteen right now? Two thousand eight plus twenty twenty one. So yeah, fourteen or fifteen, if I'm not wrong. So if Chennai yeah. played ten, and yeah. obviously they have an opposition in every game, right? I think Mumbai. Yeah. I'll probably have to look this up, but yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know they've yeah. No, no, Chennai won three yeah. out of all. No, I'm four or three. Mumbai. Wait, and, do Chennai have four titles Mumbai or three titles? Twenty twelve, twenty eleven, and twenty eighteen is what I think. So they've won three. They won three. Mumbai won five. KKR two. Yeah. So five, three, two. Oh, no, no. Uh, 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 the Hyderabad franchise two. If you consider one, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rajasthan one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm going to. Okay. If you really want to get into this, uh, Rajasthan won the first three, one. Yeah. Deccan Chargers won. Yeah. Uh, three. Three titles. Three. Three titles. Yeah. So uh, yep. if you, okay, so uh, I'm going to go through the winners first, right? Obviously, it's RR, then Deccan Chargers, and then Chennai won 2010 yeah. and Chennai won 2011. Then Kolkata yeah. Knight Riders won 2012, Mumbai Indians won 2013. Then 2014 was KKR again. 2015 was MI. 2016 was Sunrisers. 2017 was Mumbai again. Uh, then 18 was Chennai and 1920 Mumbai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah they, the second they, most successful franchise. Yeah, yep, so, yep. Yeah, I, I would, I want to get into like maybe the statistics into the final, but I mean, let's get past all that. But yeah, in a way, he's won only three out of nine finals. But yeah. you could argue that, or like a more majority of the finals, you have faced like Mumbai. So, I, I don't think there was much equal advantage there. Okay. True. But okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. CSKR in the final, and Delhi they have another chance to play 
uh, you see, they, they get to play the qualifier two against KKR the victors against this game against RCB so yeah before i go into my emotional thing you say about that i i was just emotionally spent yet i i literally was trying myself to be you as a neutral what would you say sorry about the about the rcb kk again yes okay okay so uh, i think i had texted you i think it, when was it the 15th over and and i told yep. you that that rcb need to get 155 and then they 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 totally in this game and i think you texted me back saying that at that point you take 135 which was given because yeah, you had just lost maxwell the... you had just lost maxwell dan christian yeah. wasn't doing anything with the bat can't expect george garton and, and shahbaz and harshal harshal though was pretty handy with the bat if you think about it uh, he got 8 of 6 like, which was a better he... strike rate than most yeah. of your batsmen guess what it was the best strike rate yeah. of all your batsmen <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so like I, I had a feeling, you know, like if you know, if the game had gone in our favor, mm-hmm. the, like even though Narayan had done a lot, I think there yeah. there were there would have been a reasonable shout for Ashal to get man of the match because of I mean, his uh, showing with both bat and ball. It's, I'm not I, too I, sure. I, I'm not saying like, yeah, probably, but I'm just. I think to to put a similar I, game like to throw it into the spanner in terms of comparison, right? Because that was a low-scoring game as well. Yeah, that had. Uh, a certain west indian who you know contributed with bat and bowl both but still ended up on the losing side yeah. and still got man of the match that was the sunrisers punjab game when jason holder yeah. picked up a three wicket haul i think his economy was seven yeah. in that game and uh, then yeah. he scored that that 45 odd uh, of like 20 25 yeah. balls and and still ended up on the losing side on that last over so i think if kk yeah. would have lost they would have still given it but i don't think rcb gave a shit about the man of the match They just wanted to win. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's crazy. Right. Yeah, they just wanted to win the game. Exactly. But yeah, Arshal could keep his head high. I think yesterday yeah. when we needed, uh, like, I, yeah, just sent me with your thoughts. Like, on the thing. No, no, I, 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 I do agree. I do agree. I think there were a lot of players that could have uh, held their head high. I think, uh, I mean, you did mention Arshal, but I think I have a lot to say about Arshal, and I have a few apologies also. that i would like to make to him <laughs> but uh, i i so i'm going to start with the other players first uh i think where rcb did kind of fall short this year because i want to kind of talk about just a few minor negatives is the fact that i think kohli kohli scored what 400 runs this season which is for a batsman like him it's it's below average given that he's uh opened the batting because most openers of of teams yep. that that made the playoffs or were close to making the playoffs uh did breach the 500 mark like you look at duplessy you look at samson batting at 3 maxwell breached the 500 mark mark batting at 4 sometimes 5 uh kl rahul shikhar dhawan uh, rituraj gaikwad and duplessy mayank also was quite i think mayank was close yeah and, and and the thing is mayank i think he missed what he missed a game as well Uh, so yeah, that that yeah. one innings lesser, but but yeah, Mayank, I think Mayank was at about 400 as well. But but that's the thing. It's like Kohli and Mayank, you you do expect a little more from the Indian captain, right? Kohli, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I I have the numbers in front of me, and Mayank got 441, while Kohli just got 405. Yeah. So Mayank Agarwal, to put things in perspective, got 441 in 12 innings. While Kohli got four zero five and fifteen, so that like yeah. puts a dent on his average. Mayank's at forty point zero nine and 
Kohli at 28.92. Uh, and then I think another glaring negative was A.B. De Villiers. Uh, he ha- averaged 31 this season. I know that RCB didn't bat him at the right positions. But for yeah. A.B. De Villiers to play 15 games and get two 50s, it kind of shows that he's he's not where he was. And, and I think it, it's a shame because I felt like everything else you guys got right. In terms of balance, I feel like this was RCB's best team. It's just that Kohli and A.B. didn't come to the party this year. Which was kind of sad because if you got those 15 runs more, I think you would have won this game. Yeah, the, the, there are two factors, you know, to that refer. Like, I think Kohli, he, I think we can afford him that this one odd bad season, considering yeah. what he's done. I mean, it's not a bad so it's season, a, it's an average season. Average season, yeah. And his team oh, yeah, maybe needed season. him to just add maybe a, a point to 2.0 in his average. Uh, like, imagine if he scored yeah. 30 runs more this season. You, I think you guys would have been yeah. in better stead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the one thing, yeah, about De Villiers, I, I have been like, yeah, we've not played him in the right position, but the, that's also because we have been using him. We have, we've been taking a lot of the pressure off him. So, we've used him exclusively as this death over specialist. The yeah. finisher. Uh, yeah. Uh, considering like his record against Finn over the last few seasons has been below par, so which is a very commendable way of looking at it. There's also one more thing which we have to consider here. So I think De Villiers in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. if, if you just split his thing the first half like the India leg and the UAE leg, the India leg he was he was quite he was still quite good, you know, like I think yeah. he has won 50 for us. He was he was this, he, he hit two fifties. That was Maven. Yeah, two fifties. Yeah, two hit two fifties. Sorry. Yeah, so he was his death over Maven, and I think that Drake, like like how it benefited KKR in this case in this scenario, I think it did a big disservice to AB in this scenario because on top of that he he, he didn't play any cricket in that gap. Yeah. So like Duplessis, even though he's not in the national setup, he still played the hundred. Yeah. He still played the CPL. He played a lot of franchise cricket. I think he was a captain of the St. Lucia Kings as well. So, he's been very active. Yeah, so he was quite active. So, you you could see there's a difference. Like, if you compare Duplessis and De Villiers in this scenario. Like, both of them had good first half. But yeah. Duplessis was able to kick on in the second half. And De Villiers not as much. Even though we were like... It was not as if the role from the first half to the second half didn't... Yeah, I mean, it didn't change at all actually. So, I think he was lacking a lot of sharpness. And I think, you know, the considering, you know, like all these, and that makes his, you know, retainability for next season even less desirable considering that between now and the next IPL. Yeah. What would he reasonably be playing in? I, I don't. I, I don't. He played in the Big Bash once for the Brisbane Heat, but yeah. that is just one season. Uh, I and I think he's a guy who's like a family man of sorts. And I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't return also into the auction pool next season. I just have the feeling that he may not. But I think he's done. Yeah, I uh, think fair. That's what but, I would say. But yeah, the, these were. My my negatives per se. I I do agree hmm. with most of the points you made about De Villiers, but but you know maybe hmm. he does return and and you guys pick him up at base price like Mumbai did with Malinga. Hmm. 
uh, you know for maybe like a last season and then you kind of i mean it won't be base price but given the performance he's had i don't think he's going to go for that much so i think rcb can buy him back uh, yeah, and and if you have an rtm like in the mix four. right if you if you have an rtm in the four, mix i, I think you guys can pull it off yeah Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now yeah. I and, and but I, I think, think I, like before we go into that, I think yeah. like the the retention thing would be damn interesting for us to be as well. Like I think yeah. we will have a similar headache to Mumbai, at least in True. terms of. I think you will. Indian I think player. you will. Yeah, I think Harsha yeah, Patel has thrown his the, his name in as well into the pool. Uh, yeah. To, to probably get yeah. retained, and then you have Siraj, who's which which is one more negative that I wanted to come in come to because. I think Mohammed Siraj for me has probably been my favorite test bowler for India right now and the fact that in 15 games he only picked up 11 wickets I I saw the economy has been very good because it's been under 7 uh, but yeah I feel like his wicket taking ability really took a massive hit in the UAE because you kind of expect him to pick up wickets in the power play and and he didn't do that either so these these were my three major negatives And okay, okay. Just uh, we start the yeah. Plan. So uh, I think I think uh, those were my my three negatives. But now going to the positives. First, I I want to talk about Maxwell because I think he has been exceptional in every sense of the word. Uh, and 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 to put things in perspective, he bats at number four. and he's the fifth highest run scorer he breached the 500 mark but one thing i'm thankful for this is not his best ipl season his best ipl season was 2014 so no one can take that away from him thank god even though he played one game more <laughs> and probably scored like 40 odd runs more but uh, who who who's counting <laughs> that's just a personal thing for me and uh, yeah i think he he was i think this was a more well rounded one though yeah more, yeah definitely definitely Uh, arguable because he scored the same number of fifties, six apiece, in both seasons. Uh, so. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, not you can't really say. Yeah, but that's the thing. He scored six in like the first nine, I think, nine games, and then he kind of oh, okay, okay. tapered off towards oh, the end. Uh, so yeah, what what I was saying is Maxwell, I think exceptional. He, as much as it hurts for me to say this, he's found like the the right place for him, even though. I do have some uh, things to to probably that, but that's for another day. Maybe that why the fuck doesn't any player do well for 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 Punjab uh, consistently? And if they do, they want to leave uh, despite being captain. But we get to that towards the end. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I think uh, I I have to commend Devdar Padikal as well because. Uh, the second IPL season is typically harder for like the the player who's won Emerging Player of the Year. If you think about it, I think 2019 it was Gill, Shubman Gill, and uh, yeah. 2020 was pretty bad. I think 2018 it was Prithvi Shaw, and his barring this season, 19 and 20 were pretty ordinary for him. Akshar Patel 2015 was very ordinary for him. Uh, so I I think 411 runs at an average of 31 is pretty good for like a a sophomore season uh, as they say in, in in basketball as well so i think that's another positive that you can take away and now this is my second biggest positive which was yuzvendra jahan for rcb hmm. i think he was exceptional i think he's he's i know that the the squads are in now and and they can't do anything but 
I won't be surprised if Ashwin pulls out with a nigger uh, <laughs> and Chahal makes this squad because I mean he picked up 18 wickets. The only the the only spinner who had 18 wickets aside from him was Nasir Khan, and and yeah, it's just insane. And 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 get this man, uh, Nasir Khan conceded one run more than Chahal this season. Uh, so <laughs> that's just uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty special. Uh, showing for Chahal, it's just that he played one game more, so his economy is marginally more than him. And now I want to come to Harshad Patel. Okay, I, I I think in the first half I called him a fraud, but this season because he did it in the UAE as well, especially after the Chennai game where you know Jadeja took him to the cleaners, I I think I started appreciating his bowling a lot more, and and I'll tell you why, because a lot of players ball that off spin off off cutter. Kind of slow ball, but I think the amount of revs that Harshad Patel gets onto the ball and the dip, because I remember he used to ball these slow balls for Delhi and even for RCB before, but the the dip that he's getting from the high release, like it's like a sudden dip, and like like Chelsea fans will remember this. It's kind of like David Luiz's free kicks, if you remember them. Like they they come from a really yeah. high height and then they suddenly dip, right? So I think that dip is really getting yep. the batsman, and they're not able to kind of decipher that. It's 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 Dwayne Bravo esque, which is rightfully why both of them have 32 wickets in a season. Uh, I think he has a yeah. few things to discuss with Dave the Particle on the flight back home. Uh, that that maybe if he took that catch, <laughs> things would have been different. Not only for for his personal achievements, but even uh, for the team because you would have picked up that wicket in that crucial time. But yeah, these are my my four standout things, and and uh, I do want to talk about KKR and KKR as well. Uh, but the thing is, we we can talk about their kind of things that that stood out for them when we kind of know who's the team that's eliminated, because we will do a in-depth reflection. I don't want KKR and CSK and DC fans to be like, hey, you missed out on us, I'm like, guys. You're still in the tournament. We still have more to reflect on, so that's why I kind of went in depth with RCB because they are out. But yeah, now you can take it away with your. I think your yours would be pretty similar. Yeah, uh, pretty. Like I think over the past, like if you take the past two seasons as a whole, you know, yeah, our Indian players like so before it was mostly uh, like we had this over reliance on the foreigners and Kohli. Uh, yeah. Like or rather, we displaced over time on the foreigners and police. And the last two seasons, I've just been proud of. And I think we have to commend Mike Hessen for it. The way he has come in and he just changed the whole setup. And I am, I am enthused by what he'll do in the mega auction in the mega auction next year. Because mm-hmm. I know he'll do a good job of getting the right guys in. And you know, that guy is just a legit. Great cricketing brain. He's one of the foremost cricketing minds in the world. That's all I will say. And the, see, like I think the past two seasons before he came in, we were bottom two, right? We were consistently top bottom two yeah. the previous two seasons before that. And to go from there to be like we only us in Delhi are have been have reached the playoffs in the past two seasons. And this season also, like maybe if we hadn't lost one game. Quite as heavily as we did, like so. Maybe if we hadn't lost KKR game as heavily as we did, or that uh, maybe the first Chennai game, like yeah. we could reasonably have been with a chance of finishing top two. 
right the the 3-1 or the 2-2 like we've spoken but obviously if if things okay i'm i'm going to tell you uh two 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 variations of my uh thing okay so uh, first i'm going to go with the 3-1 and i'm going to go with the original 3 plus the two rtms uh which was the rule back in 2018 because these are the two frame of references that we have in front of us right uh hmm. so i think for rcb i would if if we're going uh with the the new the newer report i'm going to go three indians and one foreigner so hmm. three indians i would go kohli and then what i would do is i would have maxwell as my second retention because if he goes back into the auction he's going to get in excess of 10 so i think having your two most uh valuable players in terms of salary uh it's better to put them right at the top and then at a third place i would go chahal and uh, the fourth one gets tricky because i really want to go siraj because that that kind of speaks long term but i think it will be unfair to not reward harshal patel for his you know commendable so what about devdas uh, i i, I think i no no listen to me so i i i wanted it to be devdas but i think i've learned this a hard way that if you don't retain your best bowlers it's it's difficult and and i'm pretty certain that i think one rtm would be thrown into the mix uh sure devdas going to go for a for a huge amount of money but if 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 the news is right that with with you know warner and kl rahul and and everyone in the auction uh, i don't think devdas will go for like a a huge price it would be in the 8 to 12 region which i feel is affordable for most teams and it's probably affordable for an rtm as well but Yeah, I think I, I'm I I am torn between Harshal and Siraj and Devdas, but I think it 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 depends on the management. Uh, personally, I want to go Harshal over DDP. I know that it sounds rough, but uh, 
I think maintaining some sort of a bowling core is important. So if you have that with Chahal and and Harshal, and then you have your batting kind of core with Cody and, and Maxwell, it it helps out. And uh, again, if you if you go three five, it's it's really easy then. Uh, so if you if it's three players, uh, re- retentions up front, then I go Kohli, Maxwell, Chahal, and RTMs I go. Uh, uh DDP for sure and then out of Harshal and Siraj whoever comes at a more affordable price point uh they get RTM at least that's the one for me yeah for for me like i mean i want like for me in this case i so like Harshal i want to commend him like he won i think he's won the purple cap yeah yeah 100% and from there like how many uh, wickets does Are I think it's obvious who can, take, yeah, who can challenge him. No, no one. Yeah, else. I think he would need to take like six, which kind he's possibly capable of it. But yeah, I mean, I, the, I mean, I yeah, he has to games, but, but yeah. Uh, oh no, he has to take. He has to take eight to overtake him. No, no, not eight. He has to take ten to overtake him and nine to equal. Oh, okay. So uh, I think we can safely say that Harshal gets. He officially becomes purple Patel. Uh, yeah, which yeah. is such a dumb nickname, by the way. But okay, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the, uh, I I so the thing is with Harshal, okay, with Maxwell, I'm willing to buy the Maxwell stock because you know, like maybe this is the sort of franchise for him. Yeah, and, and I think he could be a potential captain material as well. Yes, that is one thing. The thing with Harshal Patel, there are a few factors. Which go against them. So, yeah. so even though Maxwell, you could arguably put in the same camp, but you know what I mean. So I think Harshal, this new found, he's bound to get found out. I I don't think he can keep on bowling those slow balls forever. That's one thing. Like uh, uh, I I I I reasonably don't think he like yeah, good on him for doing well this season. But next season, I don't think he'll have as much success as he did this season. Uh, okay. So I would go for Siraj. Instead, if if I had a choice, we can like if you want to retain the bowling core, I would go for Siraj. So even though he didn't take quite as many wickets this season, he was still quite economical. And I I felt you know a lot. So the thing with Siraj is, if you have another guy, another good top-notch bowler next to him, the pressure which he exerts is his bowling. It creates uh, chances at the other end. So, like if it was so, the second half we had a lot of George Garton bowling the uh, in tandem with Siraj. So, if it was say, I mean, hypothetically speaking, if that was like Mitch Stark, Mitch Stark or something, mm-hmm. you could see the impact a little more. I would say uh, uh, it was a very hypothetical thing, but I think you'll understand also. So, and plus as a long-term thing. Uh, right now, Harshal Pretty is thirty-one, thirty-two, and yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, uh, so, you're, if you're retaining him, your expectation is that he will give you consistent performances over the next three seasons, which we really don't have much of a guarantee over, other than this season. So, you would go for Siraj, and I, even I am torn. You know, I think there will be one RTM in play. So, yeah, like you said, so I would go for Kohli, uh, Maxwell. Uzi and uh, uh, Siraj, so if it's three yeah. plus one and RTM DDP. Okay, yeah, um, fair enough. Uh, or, yeah, 
and uh, three plus two the same thing. I am uh, Siraj as DDP would be the Hatiya. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, because I was just looking up Harsha Patel turned thir- t- t- turns thirty one in November, so not not super old, and the pace that he balls at. the fact that bravo did it in 2013 and bravo turned 39 just now so bravo did it pulled that 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 crazy season when he was 31 as well so and 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 yeah. think about it he arguably had successful seasons even after that so i yeah. mean i don't know it's it's a it's a, for, it's a call for it's a call for it's a personal call for rcb i think the the four are pretty consistent In terms of if you if you can retain five, I'm pretty sure they. My personal preference was to take a bowler over DDP, but I think they'll keep DDP because he can be a future captain as well. So I'm pretty certain that the four yeah. would still be it'd be Kohli, Maxwell, Yuzvendra Chahal, and Devdutt Parikal, and then the fifth kind of depends on 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 form and personal preference at that point. Uh, but yeah, I can see them going for for. Uh, ऑलरेडी they're all saying that KL Rahul to part ways with the Punjab Kings after being approached by several other franchises so what is what is your take on this before i kind of give my rant so like i mean for me it doesn't affect me as much but it, even uh, i don't think it gives me that much hope also because like we said we we we've gone over it a um, couple of times yeah. before in past podcast saying that you know there's a reasonable uh, so i'm talking about this from an rcb fan perspective i don't think there's there's a less than 5% chance that he'll come back to us right i think we have a higher chance of getting him through a tra- trade than through the auction 100% that's, that's my take on it and there's like a 65 to 70% chance of him going to one of the two new franchises so yeah. if he wants to do that and create his own culture and not not because there will be a lot of work to do in those two franchises you know they don't have that established base from which to you True. know build on uh, yeah there is a disadvantage there so i mean ultimately it's his choice so if he doesn't feel that punjab can work or improve or like so the thing with the mega auction when you're retain you're going by three year plan right so you're yeah. going be your 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 expectations so okay maybe in the first season you reach the playoff so like kind of like how delhi at least over the past two three seasons so the first season they were quite close to reaching the playoffs and last season they reached the final and this year probably i mean depending on how their game against kolkata goes they could yeah. probably win it based on the progression yeah so it's whether i mean he has a stomach to do that and i mean i kind of get what is going because you know punjab in a way they are this we, we really don't know because they are always this franchises in constant flux yeah more than anything else i i, I we really don't know what their identity is even now like after what is it, 14 seasons now 
so what is the identity of punjab so if you were to say yeah it would continue like probably his philosophy but is there a reasonable so like even if you were to retain him that half the job done you still need to draft another 18 at least 15 other decent players to complement him and mm-hmm. the, can he trust punjab to do that based on the current and past uh, track record maybe not but yeah I, i mean i get your feelings also like what you said to me in the text after i i think you should like enumerate and maybe help uh, I, i get how you feel also that's all yeah. i would say Okay, I'll tell you where I'm coming from. Okay, because I think one of one of our guests who's been at the on the podcast before, Varun, right? He he kind of texted yeah. me in the morning, like at night. He just sent me a a crying emoji, and and then he's like, I'm going to bed. And in the morning, when I texted him, uh, I told him that just checking up, it was a really hard watch, and he said it really was. Some decisions he made were horrendous. I'm glad he's not captain anymore. Okay. So this is you can expect it from him that that these kind of messages yeah. come right and and what what yeah. really annoys me as a Punjab fan in this context okay because I feel like KL Rahul made some horrendous decisions this year as well right he he did not uh, play Shahrukh Khan through the the this, the second half of the league when clearly he was a better batsman than than Huda or Sarfaraz. but they continue to get more chances bishnoi was left out of the team twice right he was he's been our best spinner this yeah. year he didn't play the first three games in the india leg and he didn't play the first i think the first two games no the first game in this leg so he's yeah. he's missed three games and i think uh we won that rajasthan game but i think out of the three games that he missed this year we lost two so there's this clearly an indication cuz even even last season the numbers were similar that when we had bishnoi in our team our our win percentage was close to 58 60% and uh when we didn't have him we were losing a lot more of those games i think we had lost like 70% of the games so he's made baffling decisions as well but but what i really like about kohli at least i know that i could be saying this a little early you never know like when the retention policy comes out it it says oh okay uh we have gautam adani and uday kotak owning the gujarat team and and they get to draft any player who's not retained and they give this communication and then kl is like you know what i don't want to play for a new franchise i don't want to build from scratch so might as well just get retained something like that could happen because nothing's come out officially we we live in like this news media age where this this news just just comes out and and then more often than not it is fake and nothing's out officially for now but yeah. i'm just saying assuming yeah, that kl rahul wants to keeps on moving right yeah the exactly keeps on moving. i'm saying assuming that he wants to move on i'm very disappointed in him because uh we retained 11 players last season or oh, no we retained 12 and then we bought 13 more right and and the season before that as well uh we didn't retain too many uh we uh, we we had kind of like a like a core with with kl and mayank but uh what what really annoys me is that 50% of the team is is with him as captain right the one the team that we have right now and uh, he is not taking ownership of that he he kind of called the middle order out like he should have but at least kohli is kohli said something that really stayed with me last night where he said that loyalty is kind of everything for him and i know that 
that that you can't expect that from KL Rahul because in the first place he wasn't loyal to RCB and didn't want to get retained for a lesser price, which would have been about seven to eight crores, yeah. which is still good money. And and mind you, that time he was twenty six when this happened. So uh, yeah, and he was coming off one good he, season. One good season, and he wasn't an established like you know face in the Indian team. So maybe he should have taken that. Exactly. But he didn't. He didn't. Right. He exactly. chose to go into the auction. And kind of be the 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 star batsman in another team, and now he's just kind of using this as a pedestal to probably make twenty crores uh, later, which does annoy me a little bit. Not a little bit, not gonna lie, a lot. It annoys me a lot. Uh, so yeah. so yeah, it's 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 not the best thing, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's to to be very honest, if if this happens, I would be very very disappointed. uh and and like yeah like like i was i was saying right like so the season before this we retained 9 minus 25 so that was 16 we retained 16 players and rahul was announced as captain okay so so when when rahul was announced as captain there were there was a good month before the auction and he kind of had to indicate to kumble who he wants and clearly he wanted someone like a maxwell and someone like a Sheldon Cottrell and Chris Jordan, and then we had Ravi Bishnoi coming off an yeah. amazing. Yeah. And one more thing. Yeah. You guys jettisoned Ashwin to accommodate. I mean, to make Rahul the captain. Exactly. He uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah the, there is also that factor here. So literally, you had a lot more faith in his potential as a captain. Yeah. That, than we did with Ashwin. I mean, uh, yeah, you you traded Ashwin away. So that is that thing. Yeah, and and see, this is what I'm telling you, right? So he's had two auctions where he was captain, and he could have, and and it's not like he was being coached by a by a person he has no connect with. You know, KL Rahul, uh, KL Rahul's best friend was neighbors with Anil Kumble growing up. So he's seen Anil Kumble since he was like 14 years old, like regularly. And then because he's played cricket for Karnataka, they have been in like close tandem for over a decade. and and that's what annoys me like if you if you have your 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 in in cricket best friend which is mayank agarwal right or you can say it's 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 hardik but whatever really close friend you've known each other for over 10 years then you have anil kumble and then you you are the captain of the team you can indicate to kumble who you want and it's not like punjab now have not spent money over the last two auctions right like We we bought Maxwell for ten point seven five the year before this, and and Cotterill for eight point five, and then Jairich is in for fourteen, and Riley for eight, and and even what's his name, Moses Andreeks for four. So they they were willing to spend money. I don't I don't get it that if it's if it's your team, why are you like running away from it? Because fifty percent of the players are players that you and the management together have picked. And and I I I remember he did a podcast with Red Bull uh, before the start of this season, and even in that season he spoke about how they want they they specifically targeted Riley Merritt this this auction, and and it was him and Kumble talking about it pre-auction that they they really wanted him because he can ball 140 clicks consistently, and they were really impressed with him in the big match, and then also the fact that. He was in and around the Australian team uh, during the auction. He had made the squad for the New Zealand tour. That kind of helped him. So this is this is where it, it annoys me, right? Because Kohli's made mistakes and RCB has made mistakes in in the auction as well. You you had Timal Mills coming in 
but for god knows how how expensive and then if you think about it Kyle Jamison's also not worked out and and you paid yeah. so much money for him uh and and yeah. and he he takes ownership of that right and i expected i don't know i expected more from KL Rahul i don't mean to stereotype it but i didn't expect a delhi person to to have this these many morals compared to <laughs> a, a, a south indian boy with like you know because he and that is not even from bangalore it's a mangalore it's a small town and and even in the in the final game that he played right where where we we chased the score down in 13 overs he he said that he always puts the teams first and that's how he's been brought up and and this this doesn't i mean i don't mean to be an asshole but this is not a really nice reflection of if if you say you you're putting the team first i get that it's a mega auction and you're saying that hey i didn't leave before because that kind of puts the team in panic and you can't really build a team in a mini auction but i i'm not liking how this how this is going because we kind of did give him what he wants and and we let him i mean the management asked him to play a certain role and he he kind of spoke about the whole strike rate conundrum and all that bs and and like you know everyone backed him and he's been the best batsman over the last two years build on that but he wants to if he wants to leave i guess uh he can be my guest because if if he doesn't want to stay it's not really going to help anyone if he gets retained also right like he's just going to have like a season where he's he's playing half heartedly uh so yeah so like a James Harden thing like for who yeah but but you know that that's why i like the nba and the premier league at least at least Houston got something for him right uh and yeah but and they, yeah. they like dumpers also they didn't make the most out of it as well no no we're not talking about that thomas see if if you think yeah. about it even even if you look at the john wall trade right uh yeah. at the end of the day the wizards did end up kind of getting a lot of role players with them i don't want to get too much into the nba but they did clear out a bad contract now the problem is that what do we get we get 11 crores into our pool and and with a mega auction yeah. that money doesn't even count so yeah we we don't get too much <laughs> and, uh yeah because this is personal for me i i i feel like we should just try to convince my uncle to stay because at least we should have someone to continue yeah. the culture and and uh, yeah and then again these are yeah yeah go ahead this could be a this could start like a domino effect like mayan could be like oh my bestie is gone why should i stay yeah and then and then kumble goes as well yeah i know yeah. i know that that could <laughs> honestly then then if if like you know there is a, a some sort of thing that that we can get rtms i would be happy to to build a new team preferably with an indian captain and and oh. rtm uh, arshdeep bishnoi and maybe shami and and then just take it from there and then let let at least let yeah. the bowling culture stay and uh, yeah. maybe buy someone like a dinesh karthik for for the short term because how how old is he <laughs> just looking these guys up really 36 so yeah hey. buy him like one auction and and groom another maybe get shubman gill in if he doesn't get retained you know local punjabi boy and he's from he's from chandigarh as well so whatever Yeah, I've I've become like that now. I have no sort of security in my head. I'm just my 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 brain is roaming. Maybe by David Warner as well as a short-term captain. I don't know, man. It's just it's really thrown a spanner. You know, the whole season people have been discussing 
who's going to replace kohli as captain and suddenly for us what two months before uh, not even two months i think the the according to the rumor the the tender for the two new teams releases on the 25th and we'll find out who the two new teams are before november so yeah. uh yeah we we kind of will know about the retentions probably in, in three weeks dude we'll three to four weeks we'll know at least about what the rules for the retention are so yeah, yeah it's 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 not really nice you know i've not had enough time to live with this uh, possibility of losing kl rahul because you know like even if he leaves he's probably he's still my favorite batsman in the league and he probably will be uh, but yeah he'll be kind of annoying supporting i don't know gujarat adani uh, or whatever <laughs> the gujarat adani yeah but you know what honestly i i know that punjab's management's been bad but i i i mean uh, i forgot the name of our our ceo he some malu guy his name is menin something menin and then you know with the uh, with the dabar ceo and preeti zinda i'm pretty certain our management kind of let's care rahul do his thing but i'm pretty sure adani won't he just be like oh i want you to buy gujarati player Uh, <laughs> or something to that effect, uh, and 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 he is a favorite. Yes, we like they they go to CSK and be like, here you go, blank check, give us Jadeja. <laughs> they go to DC and blank check, give us Akshar and Harshal Patel. I'm telling you, that's going to be their team. It's going to be all the good news with KL Rahul. Harshal Patel is from Haryana, they, though, no? Yeah, but he plays for Haryana, but his surname is Patel. I'm just saying. Oh okay, that's okay. And and bro, you never know. You could see uh, one of the Pandya brothers there as well, especially if K has gone. Ha. But yeah, this is all this is all contemplation. I, I'm 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 seriously in like the state of mind now that I just want this final game to get over, and then I just want to lay low and not think about the IPL because I didn't sleep very well last night either. <laughs> Reading these new this yeah. news. Uh, And yeah, it's been bad. So I don't know. It's okay. I'm. It's just that I'm used to Punjab rebuilding because we've done this so many times now. It's just that with the other teams having some sort of a core. Uh, I I don't know. I I feel like even 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 uh, CSK and SRH would be in some sort of a rebuild, but not as much in terms of the magnitude like us. Uh, at least they have players who want to stay, right? So yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's. Do you want to add anything else on on the whole Rahul situation? Uh, no, like I think you entirely should quite. Ah, uh, I have. I am so annoyed. My God, I almost DM'd yeah. him. I'm just I, saying, but he has he has 11 million followers, so there's no point DMing him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll, D- I'll find uh, his like sister and DM her or something. <laughs> yeah, let me look that up. My stalker syndrome Please. is kicking in. Listen, hey, got to do. Fans got to do what fans got to do. <laughs> I, because I, I, I'm not joking. I texted Eden Hazard before he left, uh, like oh. six months before he and left. Did so he I, respond? No, did wait, he, what's wrong, dude? To put things in perspective, okay. So KL Rahul. Has okay, my internet has to slow down now. Okay, yeah, he has 10.9 million, right? So that's 11, and and Eden Hazard has a lot. So 
that didn't stop me there either he has 26.9 <laughs> so yeah i have to i have to look up kl rahul sister kl rahul brother and then text them <laughs> yeah okay sorry i can't maybe, maybe i just or maybe or maybe text her who's his girlfriend now that lady atiya shetty no she's an actress man she has a lot of followers Uh, I can text yeah. Sunil Shetty maybe and be like, "Hey, please, tell your <laughs> potential son-in-law." Yeah, <laughs> to get a shit together. Yeah, man. Fuck. Okay. Uh, I think we should just wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, guys. I, I don't really expect most people to come to the end, but it's just therapy for me. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, and we will see you. What? after qualifier 2 if we have time or maybe after the final let's see <laughs> yeah the okay. and then like we, we can do it after the final and then do like a proper post mortem about all the three teams you know true true we can do that and then maybe we would have heard more about the retention by then as well uh so let's see yep all right thanks for tuning in bye guys bye guys